Hey, everyone. How are you? Doing good. Doing How good? about you? Not bad. Hi, Amanda. You're Hi. Welcome to the show. Hey, um, are you a lawyer out there searching for a paralegal and uh, and having problems finding one? Are you a paralegal searching for a role that shouldn't be having problems finding one right now? Um, you know, here, here's the thing. It's no surprise that attorneys are having difficulties finding paralegals because they're incredibly in demand. The rise for paralegals, the demand is just, it's incredibly on the rise. But on the other hand, there's two problems we're facing right now. Those two problems are that uh, paralegal programs, uh, some of them, some of them shut down, right? There's a consolidation in the, in the paralegal programs and there's deficiency in the number of students that are entering those programs and people entering the profession of being a paralegal. Uh, and, and so we've got really quite a conundrum, one that we haven't ever had before. So here today, I've got Amanda Mosbaugh from Trust Point One. She's also the vice president of the Cincinnati Paralegals Association. And me and Dave are going to talk to her today about the challenges facing, uh, you know, such an awesome profession, right? In, in, the opportunities that exist in this that uh, that just haven't ever existed before. But before we get to that, I'm Jim Gast, and this is No Law Firm Left Behind. Thanks for joining us. No Law Firm Left Behind is here every week to help your law firm be more competitive, your staff and attorneys be more productive, all in an effort to help you stay, uh, stay, get and keep clients. I'm a little tongue twister, twister there today. So as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment, okay? Share the share the show, and uh, we'll give you an opportunity at the end of the show to join our LinkedIn group as well. So real quick, um, I want to dive right into this, Amanda, okay? First question I've got for you, because that's what everybody wants to hear. Everybody wants to hear you talk, okay? Um, and Dave, we'll, I'm going to give some little secret background on you for everyone in just a minute too. Amanda, you just had a recent promotion at your job at Trust Point One. And by the way, congratulations. So that's a big deal. Okay. Uh, everybody give her a round of applause. You know, everybody loves promotion. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Trust Point One and, uh, and, and what Trust, Trust Point One does. Well, thank you first for having me. Uh, I'm really excited to be here today. Uh, so yeah, as you said, I am, um, well, I was initially started off as the uh, director of business development at Trust Point One. We do a number of, we have a number of legal services. So court reporting, which is like my main bread and butter. That's what I focus on. Uh, so depositions, legal staffing, e-discovery, managed review, and translations. So the concept is trust one place from start to finish for all of your litigation needs. Um, and like I said, I focus on the court reporting side of that. Um, a few months ago, I was promoted to uh, being a regional sales director. Um, it has not really gone into effect just yet, but I will be building a team of sales reps. I'm hoping to make that team um, of former paralegals. We'll see how that goes. Um, but that is the goal for now and to put together a really strong uh, paralegal sales team. Awesome. Awesome. You're also heavily involved in the Cincinnati Paralegals Association. As a matter of fact, you're the VP of the CPA, right? Yes, and, heavily and involved. We've, we've encountered, there's no surprise, by the way, I've known Amanda for a while, everyone, just so you know, Dave has too. So tell us about the CPA, tell us why people should join the CPA, uh, and so on. 
So I joined the Cincinnati Paralegal Association in maybe 2014. I'm not sure why I never had heard of it before, but I remember um, I was working at Reminger. I was sitting in my office and I thought it would be so nice to have like a network of other paralegals. And so I literally like Googled like paralegal association and it popped right up. And I was like, why did I not know about this? And I remember going to my first meeting and um, then joined the board and the rest is history. I've been there now for, you know, since 2015. Um, We're just having some in-person events now. We're just having some in-person events. I plan all of the events for the association um, in collaboration with our events committee. And it's just so fun. It's fun to plan CLEs. I think that we had maybe the best speakers we've ever had during the pandemic um, because travel was no longer an option. So I could find attorneys from California to come in to present or whatever. Um, and it was really great. Like I, everyone was really, I feel like we quickly picked up the ball whenever the pandemic started and figured out a way to like keep our members engaged and to keep things going. So I'm actually really proud of the way we handled um, our COVID response. A lot of organizations just stopped. I mean, they just didn't know how to pivot on that. And uh, and so I think the CPAs did really well, really well. I actually think a lot of the organizations in Cincinnati did really, really good. Real quick, Dave right here, right there. Dave right there. Okay. Um, actually taught at, uh, well, yeah, Dave, you tell your story. So I am actually still a professor in the uh, University of Cincinnati uh Formerly Claremont College, uh, part of UC Online at this point, uh, paralegal studies program. So business law and paralegal studies. And I've taught the legal clinic. I've taught law office technology. And in the winter, I'm going to be teaching uh, business law and organizations as well. So I've been familiar, you know, and, and gotten really familiar with the challenges that the paralegal students are facing while they're both in school preparing for their career as well as as they're heading out into the workforce, uh, sometimes as a first career, sometimes as a second or third career. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty intimately familiar with the industry from the, that perspective. But I've had a number of students that have spoken very highly about the CPA. Um, And I think, you know, there's a lot that the young paralegals and by young, I should not say young, I should say fresh because it doesn't (laughs) matter. Sometimes they're on a second or a third career. It's not an age thing, but somebody that's newer to the profession. What do you think, Amanda, for, you know, those people who might be students or recently were students. What do you think if you were to tell them the CPA's value to you is, what would you say? Yes. Um, Students have been a big topic for us. Um, Recently, actually, we had our student affairs committee meeting yesterday where we talked about this in depth. Um, So we offer a lot of great things for students. We have a resume review team. So that's a really great option. A lot of these kids, even if it's their second career, sometimes don't have the resumes, which is crazy, but we can have our team look at those and give suggestions. Um, We have a job bank that's exclusive to us. So, you know, our, all of our members have access to that. 
I think the most important thing is the networking aspect of this. I remember, um, and we host some student related things each year. So we used to do student courthouse tours because, you know, you go to a firm and they're like, Hey, go file this in Hamilton County. And you're like, um, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Like it's, it can be scary to go to Hamilton County for the very first time. Mm -hmm. Um, so we thought it would be fun to take the students and go to probate court. Um, judge Winkler list set in on some hearings that he had. So it was really like a really great experience for the students. So we do that. And then uh, we have another event that we're actually hosting in March. We're bringing this back post pandemic, but it basically is um, a student reception where we have a panel of paralegals and we allow the students to ask us any questions that they want about practicing or whatever questions Mm -hmm. they might have. We're doing a different spin on it this year where we're going to have 10 paralegals on the panel. It'll be a very large panel, but everyone's going to be from a different different practice area Ooh. so we can talk about different types of law. And then that way, maybe students can figure out what they would like to do next. Do I want to go into IP? Do I want to do personal injury? Do you know, just so they maybe have an idea right. of what everyday looks for each person. And I think that that will be a really great event. I think um, yeah. if you're a student and you're not sure what you want to do and you're not sure what firm to go to hearing from, you know, a bunch of paralegals might be a, a really great opportunity for you. Well, I'm going to, so, I'm going to put this out there, Dave, let me get this first, Dave, yeah. before anything else, I want to say this. I, I love that effort. That is a awesome effort because the, the practice of law and Dave knows this really well is diverse. Okay. And what paralegals are going to do in one area of law are night and day different than what they're going to do in another area of law. I want to help that as much as I can. So first, uh, the thing I'm going to tell you right now is you have my un and Dave's unwavering support to help promote that, that effort right there. Secondly, um, we're going to pony up $300 uh, to the CPA. All right. And uh, what I'd love that those dollars would be used for is to get new students and new members into the program. So, you know, let's let's support that as best we can. Let's have let's let's actually live stream that if you guys want to on the show. I'd love that. would be kind of cool. That'd be really fun. Well, and I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to share this uh, episode and send links to all of my students yeah current uh recent former as well as over the winter term so amanda just so if they're watching this i know they're probably going to get emails about it and whatnot but where should they go what should they do to find out more about in particular this event that's coming up is there anything out there yet so to just go to the since a paralegal association website, what, what should they be doing? It's inside paralegals.org and we have a calendar there. So you can go to the calendar. Um, that event is going to be in March. That is okay. geared towards students. Um, the date is on the calendar. I think that might be the eighth. It's, it's something in that week. Um, okay. And then one of the other things that we're hosting um, on November 18th is our professional development day. Uh, We just started doing this right before the pandemic. So this is our second one. The first one was a really great turnout. We had a professional photographer come to take pictures of the attendees to use on LinkedIn or social media. Um, But what was great is that we had a number of office managers and hiring managers come in. Uh, So our panel this year will consist of Lori Moser at KMK, 
uh, Rockstar, by the way. Rockstar. Yep, Lori's great. Um, Cindy over at Rendigs. Oh my God. Um, Gary Platten, who's the paralegal manager at Ulmer and Byrne. Yeah. Um, Mike Petrusi, who's the general counsel at First Group America. So we have a really great group of people, people I've all worked with in the past. That's how I wrangle them into doing things for me still. Um, but we'll have our moderator and they'll ask all the questions about resumes, appearance. Do I need to wear a suit jacket? What do like all of the things. And you're hearing directly from those office managers of what they're looking for. Like mm. Lori will tell you if there's spelling errors in your resume, you're not getting an interview at Keating. Like that's something so simple. And I've met some really great people and said, send me your resume and then looked at it. And I thought, oh my gosh, like I cannot afford this on. There's spelling errors everywhere. Um, so even those little basic things, um, Mike, who's so great, talked about um, hiring a paralegal and how one of the paralegals that he ended up hiring didn't really have a ton of experience, but used to be a manager at Bob Evans. And he was like, oh, my gosh, if this kid can be a manager at Bob Evans and get up every morning, I'm sure he can deal with some attorneys. You know, and he said it ends yeah. up being one of the best hires that he ever made. So hearing all of these things, like what to include on my resume, what not, you know, I think life experience counts. And that's where a lot of people maybe don't put everything on that could be applicable. So that event will be a really great one for students. I know a professor last year canceled her evening class to have all of her students come. They all showed up and it was, it was so much information, useful information. So, you know, students are welcome to come to that event uh, this year as yeah. well. For any of my students that actually <laughs> clicked on the link that I sent you and have watched to this point, please be aware that this is a huge opportunity for you that you really yeah. should consider taking advantage of. So those of you that did in, in that. Person and virtual? In person and virtual, Amanda? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It will be yeah. at the Taft Center, which is where most of our events are being held. Um, okay. So that's really great. We also offer our student, any of our members, we have a mentorship program. So we have mm. um, more experienced, we won't say older, experienced paralegals. Veteran. Uh, veteran paralegals have volunteered, you know, said, yes, I'm happy to share my life advice or whatever with whoever might need it. Um, and so there's a form you fill out if you need a mentor. And this could be a newer paralegal. This could be a paralegal that's switching practice areas because that's a big that's a big change. If you go from litigation to probate, mm -hmm. you might have some questions. So we have a great mentorship program set up um, for students as well. So I think we offer so many things to students. It's twenty dollars a year. I can't imagine why more students don't um, join, but maybe they will after this uh, podcast. Well, you know what? We're gonna. That's what we're gonna do. That's part. The, the goal today was to get me people to interested in the CPA. You know, we don't help enough of the associations out there and the associations are there to help the profession. Right. Mm -hmm. And the profession is having some problems right now. So let's talk about that. OK. Um, uh, paralegal programs not necessarily popping up all over the place. Right. Actually kind of consolidating a little bit. Dave, Dave, you were in person at your program. Now you're online. Right. Yep. Um, We're so, exclusively so Amanda, online now. Yeah. Amanda, tell us why. Which, why? Which, you know, before, and Amanda, I don't want to say anything, is awesome in some ways because oh, yeah. it allows us to expand our reach literally around the world at this point. Yeah. yeah. But it's also created some challenges. And that's where I don't want to, is where so, I want to just so sit back and let Amanda. We know the reasons. 
why aren't students coming? Why are, what's the problem? Where's the holdup there? What do you think it is? I mean, when I became a paralegal back in 1999, <laughs> um, I think that I had watched the Aaron Brockovich movie and it was like mm. a paralegal was the, the feature on this movie. And I remember thinking like, what a fun job. That looks amazing. And I think that like that really made me want to be a paralegal. I don't see any exposure about paralegals anymore. You know, you don't really hear about them. Um, we've gone to high schools in the past um, to talk about the profession. I'm not sure how many, I'm sure David could probably speak more on this. I'm not sure what UC does as far as like um, high school, college fairs. Um, I just think that people don't know about the profession because it's mm -hmm. such a fun job. It is such a fun job. Like I loved being a paralegal so much. I love getting up every morning. Uh, let's not go too far. I didn't love getting up every morning, but I did love the work that I was doing. And I liked the attorneys that I was working with. Um, and so, I mean, I tell as many people about it as I can. And a lot of people know that I'm a paralegal because I talk about it constantly. So there's that. Um, but I think it's just the word isn't really out there anymore. I feel mm. like people are not really considering this as a career and it's more of something people fall into or default to when they're looking at the college programs. I'm not sure how many people really go seeking out a paralegal program initially. You know, I, uh, I looked up some statistics actually, and, uh, and salaries for paralegals are in the, you know, mid to high fifties actually, you know, now that's, that's after some years of experience, of course, but, and, and they can go higher. Right. And the, the places are so diverse in which you can work. I mean, you can work one-on-one -on -one with a solo attorney. You can, heck, outsource paralegals are a thing, right? Virtual paralegals are a big thing now. Yep. Or you can go big firm, medium, in the areas of law. It's so diverse. Why more people aren't entering, it makes no sense. But I think you might, to me, you kind of hit the nail on the head, if you ask me, right? I mean, about the time that came up, you know, there was there was a lot of people entering paralegals, a lot of paralegal programs coming online, right, and and, and playing catch up. So I, I think you might have hit that on the head. By the way, we've got some comments here. Uh, got Ashley. I love these little comments. Go, Amanda. She's amazing. A Ashley. Yeah, no doubt. Why do you think we had her under? She she rocks it, you know. And 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 Amanda, I can't say enough about you. Your your involvement in the paralegal program has been outstanding, right? Um, I put that up there as well. That is, that isn't misspelled. Is it good? I wanted to make sure that's a link to the paralegals program for everyone. So you, um, you stopped being a paralegal though, and went to do the role you've got, which is cool, right? You know, that's natural progression and careers. I can appreciate that. What was, uh, what, what was the, you know, what was your favorite thing though? Would you say, did you have a favorite thing about, about being a paralegal, you know, and you look back, and I've got a kind of follow on question to that one too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I liked everything about being a paralegal, but I think most paralegals will all tell you that our favorite thing is like finding that, that needle in a haystack. You know, you've been asked to go do a certain thing, find something about a certain person. And then you, you know, deep dive into their social media and you find all of this stuff and it helps the case. Um, so I think that, all paralegals would say that that's their favorite thing. Going to trial is also really fun for any attorneys that are watching this. Take your paralegals with you, take them with you to court, let them go to a deposition, 
let them go to a mediation, even if it's one time, it is so powerful for us because we then get to see all of the hard work that we put in, what you're doing with it. Um, And then that's interesting. And then that makes us better at our job because we're more aware of what's going on with the case. Um, So if any advice I give to attorneys would be to take your paralegals and let them experience some of the attorney things. Dave, did you hear a collective clap through the world just now from all the paralegals? (laughs) (laughs) I think the collective of paralegals just went, yeah. Mm And and that's what makes you awesome. Amanda is always fighting for the industry. I love it. You know, um, so, so has the role changed in the last 10 to 20 years? Um, I don't think it's changed that much. I think, um, there's this really weird war between legal assistant and paralegal. Mm. And I don't know that firms like know how to differ differentiate between the two should they be separated are they the same thing are they billing like um i feel like tasks are getting moved around so maybe you're called a legal secretary or you're called a legal assistant or you're called a paralegal that these names are the work is distributed to all of the people it seems like i feel like Mm -hmm. that's the thing i've seen change the most is that more people are doing more work (laughs) dispersed So, so the roles have been dispersed a little bit is what you're saying I think so. Okay. that And, and that's fair, right? Um, D- Dave, maybe you have some insight into this, Amanda. Maybe you have some insight into this. What I understand is some states are allowing non-lawyers to start l- practicing law in a limited fashion. And I'm putting my, my quote fingers around practice law. Do either of you know much about that? And is that affecting paralegals' roles? I know a little bit about it. Okay. Not enough to speak as any kind of expert on it. Just so, okay. It's so. more West. Uh, I, mean, I think it's more popular on the, on the West Coast right now where they're mm-hmm. creating or allowing people to operate as you know, legal specialists. But I think they've even had some fits and starts there where they started the programs and then they might have even pulled them back in mm-hmm. some ways. And mm-hmm. so... I don't know, Amanda, do you know, are you real familiar with this development? I know that that they have the limited license in Utah and I believe Washington. So yes, it's West Coast right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's for very certain things. Okay. So like, it would be like forms, helping people fill out forms. So there are a lot of people that say, want to do a disillusion. All of the forms that you need are on the Hamilton County website. You can just pull off all of the documents. Like literally there's a check sheet that tells you all of the forms that you have to fill out. I've had friends before say like, Oh, I'm, you know, filling this out. Can you help me? I can't because I'm a paralegal. I can, you know, but my husband is an attorney, so I can say, I can look at it and have him look at it. So it's approved from an attorney. Um, so I think that that that's the direction they're trying to go with this, that it would not be like we're trying to paralegal trying to take some big cases away from attorneys. It would be like the people that can't afford to hire an attorney and need help filling out these forms. I think that that's kind of the idea of the limited license is not for paralegals to compete with attorneys by any stretch of the imagination, but no. that we could help people that maybe couldn't afford representation. I'm, I'm also understanding that it's to take the workload, some of the workload. The, 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 ah, man, it's just put it to some of the workload off of attorneys, right? Is what yeah. I'm understanding too. Yeah. It's, so. it, 
it's part that, and then Amanda, you make a huge um, point with the access to justice issues that we have out there. I mean, you know, um, you're right. A lot of people can't afford the rates that an attorney would charge, even for something as straightforward as a non-contested you know, dissolution. Um, I know some right now. So to make that accessible to more people is, is a great thing. It's just a matter of how is it monitored, regulated, et cetera, I think is where we get some challenges. So, so, so let's end this show. We're, we're, we're at 22 minutes, 24 minutes. I you told you. One more comment that just came in, by the way. Yeah, go grab that, Dave, when we put it up there. Yeah, go there. for it. Thanks, Stephanie, for that. <laughs> uh, Amanda, I must say, we've never had so many people comment just in such a positive manner. Nobody, nobody insults, but you know, these are, these are because of you, you're a rock star. Thank you so much. Right. We really appreciate that stuff. Thanks for pointing that out. I would have missed it, Dave. So Amanda, let's talk about the long term, right? So everybody wants to always um, improve their, their life situation. We always want to, you know, progress in careers, right? Are, would you say that, you know, starting at a law firm as a paralegal affords you the ability, long-term abilities of growth at that firm, not necessarily just as a paralegal, but other roles in the legal, the legal field. Um, yes, there are other roles in the legal field. Um, so, and, and by no means, by the way, am I saying that a paralegal is a starting place or an, or or a jumping off place? Please don't mistake that. It is a lifelong possible career if you want to be. It's awesome role. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's funny because I started off at a firm with other people, and I quick not quickly. I was there at my first firm for about five years, um, and they did mainly foreclosure and bankruptcy, which I knew wasn't very transferable. You know, you can pigeonhole mm-hmm. yourself into a certain practice area. And then when you go to move, you can't make a move because somebody wants, for instance, litigation experience and you don't have it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, and I look back and I wonder to myself, like what, I wonder why I had it in my head that I want to do litigation. I have no idea where I got this from, but I decided to make a move. I took a pay cut so I could have mm-hmm. litigation experience. And, and that I went on from there to different firms and, and I think ended up making more money than a person that would have stayed exactly where they were um, more opportunities. And then, um, you know, getting involved in the paralegal association, planning the events. I started doing um, a bunch of like charity auction fundraisers at our holiday parties. And I loved it. Like loved, loved, I love fundraising for nonprofits. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, love planning events for the CPA, love doing our marketing, getting our name out there. So when I was approached to come to TrustPoint and take on like a sales role, it kind of like was just a very easy flow because I feel like I learned those things from my work with the Paralegal Association and it just happened. It just, it just fell like so naturally together. Um, And I'm so thankful that it did and that I, you know, tried something new, 
I think opportunities face paralegals all of the time yeah. and they might not like their job. They might not like what they're doing. They might see someplace else hiring, but they're like, oh, better to stay with the devil, you know, than the devil you don't. Right. Ooh, yeah. And I, yeah. and I completely disagree with that um, train of thought. I say, go, go, like Ooh. take, take the opportunities. It can never hurt to have a conversation, right? Never. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. hear of an in-house hiring or you hear of something that's a little bit different, what, what harm is it to just have a conversation with somebody? It might be a great fit, or you might know right away, like, this is definitely not for me, but take the chance, you know, take the, try something different, put yourself out there. Otherwise I think opportunities pass people by all the time. So I, I think today we've shored up a couple of things. One, the need for paralegals hasn't changed. It's grown right? It hasn't went down. It's grown, right? The opportunities are amazing. The Cincinnati Paralegal Association is a rock st- rocking organization with Amanda as vice president, you know, in, in marketing. She does a great job. There's no doubt. And obviously all of her comments have said so, Amanda. And that's just great. And thirdly, it's not the only thing that you have to do. You can go a lot of different directions if you want to, or you can make it a career. By the way, I, I was thinking about this. Does anybody see this right here? Amanda, this may even be, I don't know, that might be before your time, actually. It is. <laughs> I still have that to this day. By the way, that's not a that's not a uh, staged prop. I put that there and keep that there. It's there. Look at any of my, our shows. It's always there. It's one we're very proud of here. So, well, listen, Amanda, we really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, you know, here's another comment. Look, we got more comments. Dave, this is out of control. Mm-hmm. Stephanie says, go, go, go. Take the chance. You better believe it. Stephanie you know? is also a former paralegal that's now in a, in a marketing role. So it happens. It happens yeah. all the time. You know, uh, there, there's one there's one group of people that are always disappointed when they lose a paralegal. We know who those are, right? They're the attorneys. Because <laughs> yeah. when your rocks are when your rocks are paralegal, you are the left and right hand. I don't know how that showed up on the video if it was reversed, but you're the left and right hand of that of that lawyer's practice, right? Dave, you're a lawyer. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, they say uh, they say if they say if you're a trucker, if you got it, a truck brought it right in law. If 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 it happened, a legal a paralegal made it happen. You know, there's a paralegal behind like great lawyer every day. So listen, uh, man, we loved having you on the show. Can you come back again? Of course. Anytime. Yeah, we want you back, Dave. uh, We got to definitely organize with Amanda so that we can get that uh, that 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 um, uh, panel organized. So we will definitely get some news out about that real quick. Uh, before we end the show, Amanda, you'll just sit tight. Uh, if you're not a member of no law from left behind on LinkedIn, this is our group. Sorry for the ugly name. Say it again. Like I do every show LinkedIn, get us pretty URLs. I hate that one, two, three, eight, three, four, nine, four, one, nine. But if you, if you can't remember this or, or write it down, uh, just go to no law, uh, go to LinkedIn and search no law from left behind and you'll find the group. We also have a hashtag on LinkedIn. Um, we're here every other, every week at uh, 1030 Eastern um, on Tuesdays. We had, and- we had one more comment. Jump in, Jim. Oh, grab it. Hold on. Got to get that. Got to get that. I don't, even, I don't even see it here. Let me see here. Oh, here we go, Amanda. Brandy, your, 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 your colleagues adore you. And it's obvious why. 
So Brandy is the, made that last comment. You would actually like having her on too. So Brandy is also a former paralegal and she works at my company now and she's the recruiter here in Cincinnati for attorney and paralegal legal placements. So she would have a lot of really good insight for you also. That just might happen. That just might happen. Um, all right. So again, like, subscribe, comment. We appreciate it. Take care, everyone. Have a great week. Amanda, sit tight. Thanks, guys.